after buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everyone, you are tuning in to the AfterBuzz TV After Show for America's Got Talent Season 11, first episode of the live shows. We have a very special guest here tonight, magician Blake Voigt, so make sure you stay tuned and join us. You're tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! After Show. I am your host. My name is Danny Golub, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Danny Golub. We have a very special guest here tonight. If you didn't catch him last week, you made a huge mistake. He is like the awesome magician. We saw him last week do the dollar bills trick on AGT, but you may have seen him on Penn and Teller's Fool Us. You may have seen him on Pitbull's Rockin' New Year's Eve. His name is Blake Voigt. Where can they find you on Twitter and Instagram? At Blake Voigt, V O G T. And and I'm Madison Kramer. You can find me on Twitter at Madison Kramer TV. All right, y'all. We have a very special treat for the beginning of our show tonight. We are going to start off with a quick magic trick from Blake. Yes, I am so Before, excited. Very excited. So excited. Everyone who watches this after show knows how I am about magic. <laughs> so very excited. We have to do a magic trick with that intro song. Yes, yes. this is true. Yeah, we can't not. So can we do a trick? It's going to be a card trick. Got that's it. okay because I have my cards here. And then can we use your phone? Yeah. The, the, yeah, okay, perfect. And then leave it right there. Now, did we set anything up? No. This is important. Right? <laughs> you we didn't even your know what trick you were doing until <laughs> a few minutes ago. And so. you can't, you might not be able to see this on camera, but you have two phones. I have two phones. Okay. I have a phone over here also. Okay, and you chose this one. All right. Chose so, this one. But it's going to be a card trick, so touch the back of any card. It doesn't matter. That one. Do you want to change it or keep it? I want to keep it. Keep it. All right. I'm going to show you that card so you can see it. You can see it on camera. Is it the king of hearts? Yes. <laughs> Ta-da. Woo. No, I can see it on the camera. Okay, so I'm going to do something with the King of Hearts, though. A little bit weird. So we'll do it right here in camera. I'm going to mark it. This. So if you hold on to that. So that's permanently different from all the other cards, right? Yeah, it's missing a piece now. Okay, watch the piece. <laughs> oh, where did it go? <laughs> now that's just the first part of the trick, right? What the, the heck? Disappears. Is it gonna lift oh. up your phone? Shut no. up! <laughs> Shut up! I can't. Don't do it. I'm gonna cry. That would have been a good trick. That would have been a good trick. Darn it! That would have been great, right? So, that would have been predictable. That would have right? No, it wouldn't. Would no, turn your phone over. What? Is it stuck? No. Uh, empty out your cards and dump out. The yeah. back of my case has yeah. some phone cards in it. Yeah, take them out. There's no way. <gasps> no what? way! The front door. No way! And you know what? You just decided you're gonna do it. Like two minutes before. There's a a pocket in here, what? and he had the tiny piece of this card somehow with my work ID badges <laughs> in the back pocket. That what is magic. That? that you guys. 
is magic. Thank you. I feel bad for your card now. <laughs> That's okay. Oh, that's I go through gosh. a lot of cards. Well, that was the coolest thing Holy ever. Thank you. Um, wow. Thank you. <laughs> of course. Round of applause for that. Thank you. That was incredible. Um, that was the coolest thing ever. So let's talk now about this magic. Okay. How did you first get into it? When did you start? Yep, I started magic when I was eight years old. I'm, I'm, I'm still fangirling right now. That was the, I've never had magic done to me. I'm that good of it. And he was like, that would be cool, wouldn't it? So I'm still like really distracted. <laughs> I want to ask these questions, but that was the coolest thing ever. I've only ever seen magic, so like, magic. perform for me or no. on TV. I've never had someone do it up close to me like that. Well, a lot of people think it's set up, too. So, like, you guys no, know I don't. nothing was, you know. He actually was, like, joking that I had two phones. So, like, I could have picked either one. Mm-hmm. How did it get in your phone? <laughs> Into that pocket. That was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Thanks. Wow. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, I just really oh change of subject. That's so okay. how did you first get into magic? Uh, I got obsessed when I was eight years old. I saw a magician walking around a pizza hut doing magic. And uh, I thought it was really cool. Followed him around, watching him at different pizza huts all year. And then my parents hired him for my ninth birthday party. And he did a magic show in our like garage for me and my family. And after that, it was like game over. That's awesome. That's yeah. So yeah. did you like pick up on? Did you learn from people, no. or did you learn mostly from like the internet and books? Yeah, and- well, like when I was eight years old, YouTube tutorials weren't really a thing yet, so I had to go to the library and um, you know, the books. What's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I had to like read in books and then kind of either reverse engineer stuff that I'd seen huh. or make up my own stuff. So that was kind of the only option. And now there's like great websites out there that teach you magic tricks so it's much easier to become a magician now and is this your full-time job Mm -hmm. full-time magician yeah so you you said that you're a magician but you also do some consulting so what does that mean to be a magic consultant right so it's kind of a hard thing to explain to people but (laughs) you know how comedians have joke writers or like on the tonight show jimmy fallon has a team Mm -hmm. of writers that write the jokes for him that he also writes but then Magicians have those same people. So magicians have teams of guys uh, creating, so figuring it out. I'm making sure it's <laughs> it the matches. same card. Pull it so like awesome. Simon did. The whole episode. Oh, cool. The card. Uh, That's so awesome. That's the coolest thing. You gotta like check your phone, like the pocket tomorrow, and be like, "Is anything else in there?" It's like the coolest thing that's happened to me in a really long time. So. <laughs> and you captured it. Like I kind trip. of have like a an adrenaline rush. Right now. This is a small trick. That's awesome. Like, it's well, not more. hard to entertain. If we have time at the end, maybe we'll do hey, it. Oh my god. Okay. Do you have more? I have more. Yeah. Okay. Good okay. Sorry. Consultant. Oh yeah. yeah. So. Basically, there are guys who create magic tricks along with the uh, face magician who's famous. Mm-hmm. So, you know, nobody, like David Copperfield does so much material. And David. And Blaine. you've worked for all of these mm-hmm. big, yep. big names. Yep, so I've created magic for David Copperfield for a year in Las Vegas. And then uh, for a guy named Dynamo in London, who's a really great magician. And then I lived on David Blaine's couch for six months. Oh my and helped him. That's so. the best story to like? tell at a party. It was yeah. awesome. It was a very nice couch. Was, I would uh, believe it. He's, he's had some couch. success. Yeah, he's doing well. Yeah. So along along the lines of some successful magicians mm-hmm. and uh, celebrities, I guess, who are some of the biggest names that you've performed for, and what was like the coolest person? Oh man, you know, I, I've seen a lot because I've been behind the scenes so much. I've seen a lot of celebrities be shown magic, but it usually is not me doing it. it what, that's what's gotten really hard over the years is that. I create a lot of material and then I watch other people do it on camera. And so it's like, it's cool because they're really good magicians, they're well established and everything. 
uh, and they do the tricks justice, but I've always wanted to be the one showing, you know, people. Like, David Blaine's last special had a lot of celebrities uh, in that special, mm-hmm. so, um, you know, I was right behind the camera watching him do... Your like, trick. Yeah, you know, some of them, you know. we, we talked about that a little bit when we were watching tonight's episode. Performing magic is different when you kind of are creating your own mm-hmm. tricks, whereas a lot of people that we see on AGT are performing mm-hmm. tricks that have been around for a long time. Like, right. we're mind-boggled by them because we've never yeah. seen anything yeah. like it, but you as a magician have probably performed these tricks or seen people do these tricks mm-hmm. many times. Well, a lot, like, nothing's new anymore in any really art form. You know, it's kind mm-hmm. of a new yeah. version of an old thing. Um, and on shows like AGT, sometimes you see guys really change an old idea and make it their own and Mm -hmm. make it so unique that no one else could do it or has ever done it that way and sometimes what can be frustrating as a magician who creates their own material is you can see somebody go on um, maybe not a magician or a performer and they perform like other people's material and that just is harder yeah. you know. we, we kind of compared it to being a cover artist yeah, in exactly. terms of singing or writing original mm-hmm. music it's, it's a it's, great example it, it's a very good analogy for those of us who don't fully understand mm-hmm. the behind magic, the scenes of magic creative but, but, <laughs> but you create you your own tricks yeah. which is a really big deal so like how does one go about just creating a trick like we talked about it a little bit but it's like trial and error a lot of trial and error I think you know when I was younger like I didn't create magic till I started in college started coming up with my own ideas so I just absorbed like with any art form you have to you know learn everything that's already been done or mm-hmm. practice it and try other people's material until you find your own voice and your own creative style and everything so it was a lot of that stuff first until I started tweaking ideas and most of the ideas are me changing an old one over time until like a year or two later people see it and they're like oh I've never seen that before and I know it's been through 20 different versions but now right. the current one is mm. so unique that it seems new you know so I actually before seeing you on AGT I saw you on Penn and Teller yep. Fool Us which is one of my favorite magic shows ever good show great show they're huge magicians like mm-hmm. legends icons to perform for are yeah. there are there any other people like that that you look up to I mean I know you worked with David Blaine and Copperfield yep. but who was like your biggest magic inspiration you know magically growing up uh, I, I really became obsessed with magic famous magicians. So like um, in the small community that is magicians, mm-hmm. there are guys who are famous for the tricks they create that might not be as well known outside of the magic community. So like whereas I was familiar with Copperfield's material and Blaine's stuff that everybody knew, I grew up watching a lot of uh, magicians who sold their tricks on the internet and stuff. So those were the guys that I really looked up to. And anymore, I really, I like to watch magic to see what's being done, but I'm more inspired by stand-up comedy. I love comedy Mm. and other art forms outside of magic because I I see a lot of guys watch so much magic that then they become like mirror images of other magicians, and that's really hard. So do you take like improv classes too? Do you kind of mix? I've taken a few improv classes, yeah, so that's fun. Because even what you just did with us was kind of funny, you (laughs) know what I mean? Like I think that... To be a magician and to be successful, you have to be able to hold a crowd mm-hmm. with... Because there's... With a lot of acts that are magic-related, it kind of has a build-up. Mm-hmm. You know, as so you have to be able to keep the audience engaged yep. before the actual, like, punchline yeah. sort of happens. Yeah. Well, everybody has, like, you know, David Copperfield and David Blaine are two great examples because their character, their persona mm-hmm. is so different from the on stage with the wind blowing in your hair yeah. and the attractive assistants. Copperfield right. and then Blaine, very serious... 
you know, on the streets. Mm-hmm. And They're, like, then, cool, slick. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, they could each do the same trick, and you would think you saw two different tricks. That's a good point. That's like, the trick I just showed you, I didn't create that one. So, a, a guy in London named Daniel Madison created so it. crazy. Hey, Madison. But, but so, there you go. <laughs> Sorry. But so, like, he's, he's more of a serious performer. So, when you see him perform that type of trick, you... it might be a little more serious and, and hardcore, whereas I, I go a little more silly or funny right. when I perform. So, what was it like performing in front of such a large crowd? I mean, not just um, the audience that was there, but 11 million people watched last week's episode. What was that like for you as a performer? I was trying not to think about it. (laughs) That's a good idea. Sorry. You don't think about 11 million people. I mean, I couldn't. Uh, That was crazy. I think it was was easier to uh, be in the moment and think about that room and try to ignore Mm -hmm. uh, the cameras cameras because I'm used to performing on stage and stuff. Uh, so just ignore the floating boxes everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So are you excited for the live shows, nervous for the live shows? How are you feeling? Very excited, very nervous. Magic is a interesting art form because it lends itself very well to uh, improv and like going with the moment mm. and then also uh, editing. So like in, in TV, you know, you can edit out mistakes yeah. and stuff. So the fact that it's live makes it really interesting because the, the trick really has to work. So do you know what you're going to do for the oh, live yeah. show performance? Any, yep. any hints you can give us? Um, so it's, a, it's a, an effect um, that I created back in college, uh, but I, I always used to do it as a smaller magic effect illusion, and over the past month or so, I've been developing it into a full stage big uh, thing. So it's just taking an old thing that I came up with a while ago that I'm very confident in, that I know should work, (laughs) and making it bigger. Well, Blake is going to be on the third week of the live shows, so make sure you tune in and vote for him. Yes, please. I will be voting for him. Thank you. Even if (laughs) if it all crashes and burns, I will be voting. Because of what just happened. That's so awesome. Getting all my votes. (laughs) I'm literally sitting here thinking, like, he didn't touch my phone. And this isn't isn't an easy pocket to get into. I can barely get my cards in and out all the time. I'm literally always, like, struggling to get my badge out. That's so awesome. It was, like, underneath both of them. I can't. That's actual magic, folks. That's, like, insanity it's insane okay well that was awesome oh gonna be not probably sleeping tonight because of that trick I'm gonna be thinking about it all night um, you're welcome yes it was awesome it was like I'm not kidding like my life is not super exciting like that was the most exciting thing that has happened to me in potentially years that's awesome so let's talk about tonight's acts a little bit let's get into it tonight was the first week of the live shows for AGT which is a big deal I felt like there was some nerves tonight a Mm -hmm. little bit Um, first up we had Jaina Brown who got the golden buzzer uh, last week Mm -hmm. I believe it was or it was yeah, I think the last yep. Judge Cut Golden Buzzer. Was it? I don't remember. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't remember, but yeah, she was amazing. Last time she sang Rise Up by Andre mm, Day. So um, tonight she sang a song, Make It Rain. I think it's by Ed Sheeran. But what Simon said, she was like a shy little thing. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of just blossomed the last two performances yeah. into like singing like a woman. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's really amazing to watch. And I just literally wrote down, can I hug her? <laughs> what did you guys think? That's awesome. Her voice just booms for such a little kid like her inner stage presence especially tonight when you have to really make it mm-hmm. a big performance like you were saying she really brought it in that department I love her I love her so much it was cool to see the show like America's Got Talent take someone who's a young singer who might not be able to put together a full stage mm-hmm. direction and choreography and all that and make it look like that because it looked 
Like, yeah. it should be on TV. Yeah. Totally. Awesome. Yeah, it was great. And so there were 12 of them tonight, and I think, I believe, seven of them get to go through mm-hmm. to the next round, which is, like, mm-hmm. what, the quarterfinals? I, I'm not sure exactly how it works, but... So so we're making some some more cuts tonight, but I'm, I'm not sure. I think I think she'll make it through. Yeah, I, I, I really liked her. Fine. I hope she makes it through. She'll mm-hmm. definitely get some votes from me. I hope Nick's man bun doesn't make it through. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it was a tiny that. little baby. <laughs> like the, no. the whole oh, everyone's outfits tonight were a little they bit were, strange. Simon put the jacket on. He did. Simon, by the way, for the first few acts, was in the best mood of his entire <laughs> life. We talked about Full that while we were watching. Yeah. Full of compliments, and then he took like a random downhill, then back up again. <laughs> He was having some mood swings. Mood, yeah, moody. <laughs> but yeah, first few acts he loved. So he loved uh, Jaina. He mm-hmm. was like, you know, I found a star, and they, they, Howie was joking about him signing it to the, uh, yeah, the to the label. record label. Yeah. Which those are those are big words to hear about yeah. Simon Cowell and yeah. a young singer because this is his job. Mm-hmm. So it's a big deal. Um, next up was Hara. Who mm-hmm. we we established that he's a magician, but mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if this is magic or more like yeah like illusion or dance or every, all of the above. I think he's doing a good job combining them all because you know you've seen a lot of people do this stuff where they uh, produce birds on mm-hmm. stage like that and and or levitate and then you've seen the screen stuff, but I I don't know I've ever seen anybody combine, combine. them like he does, which right. is really yeah. cool. The yeah. one person who I've seen do something similar to this, um, his name was Kenichi Ibina, mm-hmm. and I believe he won season nine. His was more dance, but it did feel like this. It's less magic, more dance, where, where Hara does magic, mm-hmm. Kenichi did yeah, dance, yeah. but it was very similar, like the one guy with the you know multimedia mm-hmm. background mm-hmm. and bringing in real elements and fake, el- you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, some, yeah. Something that is fake on the screen then becomes real. Mm-hmm. Which I almost felt like we talked about this a little when I was when we were watching um, that I I almost didn't get to appreciate a few of the tricks because I feel like I missed them because the background yeah. was a bit distracting. Yeah. Like you could do so much with the technology, but it gets to a point sometimes where it takes away from the actual act. And I mean, when he like kind of rose and then rode on the dragon, that was cool. But I I don't know, I wasn't blown away by it. Yeah, it was very theatrical, as we said. It's yeah. it, it's also sort of acting in a sense because because yeah. he uh, pantomime and. Yeah. Yes. Interacting with his environment. Yeah, he definitely puts on a full show. Yeah. Uh, he fills a room as one yeah. person, which we've mentioned is hard to do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like with with some acts that are like a giant crowd of people, it's easier to fill a room with that yeah. rather than one. But he his, did a really good job with that. His yeah. mom or whoever was playing his mom. Yeah. Yeah. You know, someone else came. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. yeah cool. it, it had a storyline. I yeah. saw the story. He ended up in Harrowwood, which cool. is his dream. So yeah, it was cool. You could tell that they, you know, it's the live shows now, so you get sets and you get yeah. things. And yeah. have you have you thought at all about what you're gonna do? Or? Yeah, I've thought about it and talked to them, and, and a lot of it I'm gonna defer to their expertise right. because they have done this before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with so. certain acts like Haras or some of the mm-hmm. danger acts, I feel like they have to be the ones yeah. to take creative direction. Yeah. But I almost feel like if it's if it doesn't yep. matter that much, let them do it. Mm-hmm. I feel like we'll talk about her later. But like Lori May, I think oh, they yeah. just like totally went to town on that. <laughs> take some snapshots, which is of great. Hers. Yeah, yeah like, literally awesome. take pictures of yourself and we're going to make you an amazing background. <laughs> they nailed it. Nailed it. Um, okay, next up is The Outlaws, and unfortunately they got an X, which yeah, that was, really was really hard to watch in the live shows, yeah. because just thinking about being on live television and having to continue performing, mm-hmm. do you guys think they deserve that X? Well, I mean, you know, listening to the judges' comments, I think the common theme they said was that they didn't think it was as good as mm-hmm. last time. Yeah, we were saying that while watching, yeah, too. That's one of the hardest things about the show, is continuing to top yourself. So, yeah. if that was what they were looking for, then I could see how they would see that. Yeah. 
I mean, I loved them last week and mm-hmm. in their past performances, so I was really upset that they didn't really do as well. But I don't know about an ex. I don't know. Yeah. I think that mm-hmm. kind of just throws everything off. That would be hard to continue performing, exactly. like you said. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I think when you get to the live shows and there are all the lasers and lights and mm-hmm. smoke effects, that almost overpowers what you're mm-hmm. supposed to yeah. be there to do. Yeah. Or what they originally fell in love with at the beginning, which was smaller mm-hmm. It was down. just like them yeah. doing cool robotic yeah. dance moves, yeah. and it was just them in their black outfits with their hats. Yeah. But I feel like tonight they were overpowered by the background and the fireworks yeah. and the smoke effects that mm-hmm. it took away from what they were doing. And mm-hmm. this actually, this act led to a long standing joke for the rest of the episode (laughs) Mel B asked if one of them was injured because he wasn't quite keeping up and and that was really, really rude. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was hard to, to listen to that and, and how he kinda gave it to her because didn't let her forget it. He didn't yeah. let her forget that one because he's like, That's like asking when are you due to a woman? <laughs> like you can't say that. So I feel really bad for him because I don't yeah. think he did bad. I actually was watching him the entire time because I thought yeah, he was great. Yeah. Yeah. He caught my eye. Yeah. Um what's cool about them is like they're five very different, unique dancers. Mm-hmm. So they have five different styles. So Right. You know. Yeah, I mean I, I don't really foresee them going farther in this competition, but yeah. They are like a nice group of friends, and I hope they continue yeah. to do what they do. And I it's mean, amazing how the judges' comments. You know, I wonder if we'd be saying that if they would have yeah. loved it. You know. Yeah, I, I I did feel like it wasn't as good as the last time while I was watching. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not afraid to go against the judges with what they say because they really liked Hara, like how he stood up, yeah. and yeah. it didn't really do it for yeah. me. But you um, wonder how much it skews it for like America's thing, yeah. yeah. how much that influences. People that. watch TV mindlessly and they just want someone to tell them what yeah, to do. Yeah, like oh, okay, now, yeah. yeah, like oh, okay, he said he liked it. That's what I'm gonna it. vote for. It. So, <laughs> so interesting. So we'll see. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, I didn't think that they deserved an X, but whatever. Yeah. Um, next up was Musicality. They sang Ariana Grande's One Last Time. Um, I agree with what Mel said, or maybe it was Heidi. Yeah, it was Heidi. She wanted more solos, because mm-hmm. we mentioned that last time we loved the solos, and yeah. they didn't really give that to us that, that main girl from last time was sitting in the background this time. And she was in the way back. really weird to me. I don't know. She did so well, and then they just stick her back there. I don't know. I, didn't, I wasn't it, yeah, crazy about it. It wasn't crazy about this performance either, yeah. but they seem to like it. What do you think? It, it'd be hard to feature soloists uh, consistently, I that's think, true. in a group that size. Yeah, it's really yeah, hard because, I mean, you can't pick group. favorites. Right. And, yeah, that's tough because their whole image is that they're a group and there's yeah. unity. and mm-hmm. So it is a little tough to... to pick people to stand out, but I think they could have picked different people. They all have such yeah, talent. they didn't really have anyone. They didn't really have any solos, and so mm-hmm. it didn't have to necessarily be her, but mm-hmm. they, could have, someone. they could have featured someone new mm-hmm. and brought someone to the forefront. Um, but I don't know. They were good. I think they have a really nice story. I yeah. think America will like them. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I could see them going on, and I would hope that they would take the criticism that they got this time yeah. And, yeah. and use it in the next round. Yeah, I think they have so much potential if they had like direction with how they go about it, I think they right. can execute it really well. I don't think there's anyone really like them in the competition right now. I mean, we have Lincoln, we have Lincoln Bridge, that's but that's a, a smaller, smaller group. Yeah. So this is kind of like an ensemble choir, and we don't really have anyone yeah. else like that. So right. they're kind of competing against themselves. Mm-hmm. I think that they're their own worst enemy or best friend. You <laughs> yeah. know, yeah. so we'll see. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, next up is my girl Lori <laughs> May Hernandez. I literally love this kid. She is my spirit animal. She is funny and her opening package where she's so hanging cute. out with her grandma oh she's gosh. like my main friends is my are my grandma's friends and they're like sitting knitting and sewing <laughs> she is awesome Simon Adorable. said it best you are edgy you are mm-hmm. cool and you are current I wrote that yeah. Down yeah. Yeah. yeah what did you guys think of her I love that she like does current events, politics, mm-hmm. everything that's relevant to society today that like that's what people are interested in they don't care yeah. about 
I don't know, things that they can't relate to. So the fact totally. that she incorporates that and she's so young and she's aware of everything happening in like the political landscape, that just like, I love her. She's adorable. Yeah, she said that in her pa- her background package, like other friends she has her age aren't watching the news yeah. each night and she is for her material and that's so much of what a lot of stand-ups have to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, The amazing. fact that she's doing it at her age is pretty crazy. Yeah, she does the research. I, I, I literally said this the other day. If a Nickelodeon or Disney <laughs> casting <laughs> producer is not watching her and taking notes and yep. giving her her own show, her after yeah. this, they are not doing their job. Because this kid is funny. She's got an image. Like, she is what young women mm-hmm. in America should be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I really hope if she doesn't like go far in this competition that she gets something out of this because like, yeah. like yeah. this girl is like the next like Lena Dunham or Tina Fey she's <laughs> funny yeah. to be able to write that stuff that funny at that age yeah. like I can only imagine once she has classical training or mm-hmm. you know more mature what she'll be able to do oh yeah she can only go up from here yeah which is insane I think, I think she'll make it through next week I really I hope, hope so. so And I mean I, I, the fact that she's writing her own content and is this yeah. funny like even if she wasn't yeah, she, the point. delivery she is could still so good well. she, yeah. so I, I think it's really impressive um, mm-hmm. and I think Neo said it a couple weeks ago when he saw her he said I thought I was going to have to fake laugh because yeah. a 13 year old oh, yeah. girl is like when they when you hear thirteen year old comedian, you think you're gonna have yeah. to fake it, mm-hmm. but you don't. No. Like every week when she comes out, I'm worried that I'm gonna like be forcing myself to like it, and Please she proves me wrong. Please be good. Yeah. She proves me wrong she's, every time. She's like a thirty year old in a in a how old is she? Like an eighty year old. Yeah, her, her, and her like grandparents. her age body. And, <laughs> she's yeah. really amazing. She was so cool. Yeah. Um, next up is something that makes me a little sick to my stomach. Oh. Deadly Games. Every time. <laughs> I can't do it. They really like make my stomach turn. <laughs> so he blindfolded himself this time because to throw the knives not? at her. Yeah. Why not? Right. So it was pretty much the same as last week's yeah. act, but blindfolded. And she ducked this time. Which yeah, she ducked. I can do that. Yeah. No offense. She, but I can... she was moving a little bit and dodging the... She did not look confident at all. I was a little nervous I, watching She this. was too, yeah. That made me really uneasy because she was uneasy. Yeah, it was a little hard to watch, but not only did they... Um, do blindfolding, but they also incorporated fire. So yeah. they incorporated two new elements for the mm-hmm. live shows, which I think was a good move. Yeah, you know? they need to. Yeah. You were talking, though, about how it's kind of known, and, and people have seen it before in cartoons, where, like, there are versions of that stunt where fake knives come out. Right. And, like, it's all a, a ruse, and the knife totally. goes away. And it's very obvious that they're doing it for real. Oh, yeah. Cool. This yeah. is real. Yeah. It wasn't even knives tonight. It was, like, spear stars. I thought it was. With Ninja a stick stars on the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and she was directing him this time, so like the trust that has oh to be there, and yep. their child is watching. Oh, <laughs> the yeah. Poor child. CPS needs to come in and I, oh. it's really concerning. Um, but yeah, so they I, killed it, and the judges loved mm-hmm. it, and so they incorporate you know danger and that adrenaline rush that people want to see mm. and. This may not be like my kind of act, but there are people that love this that are going to vote for this because they want to keep going. Personally, I don't think I can because I will feel a sense of responsibility (laughs) if something happens. This is my fault. (laughs) I don't want this is all America's fault. She's so beautiful and they're such a nice family. Like I don't want anything to happen to her. They're okay. What an interesting (laughs) criticism. Really concerning, but they're amazing. I mean, what they do is. I mean, I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. You know, I can only imagine what that's like live. I was I don't there. I was there the other day when they were rehearsing, and they were like, "What are you doing here?" And I just made the joke, like, "I'm here to copy everybody's act." Like, just, <laughs> just like making a complete joke. And he, like, dead stone face, looked at me and goes, "Go ahead." Oh my <laughs> and god. I was like, ah. <laughs> like so especially with, with his act, like, who, like 
who would yeah, ever try that. And he was kidding, obviously. He was super cool. But. Yeah, so no, that, that's actually really funny. <laughs> um, yeah, so they were crazy, but uh, we'll see. I think they'll probably make it through, but mm. we'll find out tomorrow night. Yeah. Um, next up was John Durenbus, yeah. who is a magician. That was amazing. So, I'm gonna ask you like not to comment too no, much because no, no, I don't no, want to no. know. He said he knows how it. He, right? knows, he know. knows how it's done, but um, I don't want to know how it's done. Well, so I think tempting. the impressive part when a lot of people ask that when they see a magician watch a magician, they're like, "Do you know how it's done?" And I think right. how it's done isn't the impressive part. What's so great about him is it's he's so unique the way he performs mm-hmm. and his personality and. From a magician standpoint, that's what I'm impressed by is how he does it. Yeah, I think know. that that's what drew the judges to him originally mm-hmm. in his first audition, then everyone after that. He's funny and he's yeah. like he's easy to get along with, even though you don't mm-hmm. have to. But yeah, I know I love him as always. So cool. Very so he did. Likeable. So yeah. he did the drawings. So there were drawings mm-hmm. that um, Simon, Mel, Howie, mm-hmm. and Heidi did, and he had already had those drawings in a bottle, somehow, some way, shape, or form from. Yeah. And they had him break the bottle, and it was identical to the drawings Even labeled. Simon's chicken scratch. Yeah, yeah. Simon's thing. little skinny wiener dog. Like, <laughs> down to thing. the name and the drawing, like, almost exactly, mm-hmm. which I was thinking in my head, like, was he sketching on the side? Was he slipping it in the bottle? Like, I was watching his He's hands. He's got a lot of eyes on him. There's no He's got way. a lot of yeah. eyes on him, and I almost thought, like, maybe he was messing up at one point because he almost handed Howie's drawing to Simon, but there was no way because he had him all set he already did, yeah. in the in the bottle mm-hmm. so I just was like there was a brown bag involved was there something with the bag I, I don't know I don't, he's like so he's like I know it's fine no, I don't so. I don't want to know because it's either. magic but I'm just so like my brain can't help but be like how I, yeah it's so a lot tempting. of people too with magic like that where there's a prediction involved or something's been in sight the whole time uh, whenever it's on TV a lot of people are like oh that's editing yeah. or I bet they yeah. cut out a lot of the trick and what was uh, cool about seeing that him do that specific type of magic was that you knew it was live. Yeah, so that's you knew true. that there was no chance they could have cut out 10 minutes where he went and drew it and came right. back. You know, That's actually how I felt a little bit with Collins Key a few years ago. Sometimes I felt when I was mm-hmm. watching, like, did, did someone go on Twitter in the middle of this uh, and, and do this yeah. tweet things? Because he would always predict hashtags and stuff <laughs> from days before or days later. I don't know. Yeah. That was crazy. So this was kind of cool to see live in that mm-hmm. sense and you know this is the kind of thing that like I wish I could see live in person yeah. because I, I can only imagine yeah I did see him at my taping I think I mentioned that but, oh, yeah. I, but it was far away is what we were talking about so I couldn't really what trick did he do then it's the first one, whatever. It's his first trick. Yeah, because I, I know last week when he got the golden buzzer, he did the the paper that yeah. me- the yeah. card the that meshed the rising meshed. card. The rising card, yeah. So, Is that what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> Do tricks have the what terminology? Was, what was the one that you just did called? Does that have a name? Tricks uh, have names sometimes. There's like different categories of magic. Okay. Oh and so that category that he was doing, like you know, predictions or mentalism. Yeah. Or Is that what that the is? Future. There was a mentalist last season yeah. too. Oz. Oz uh, Perlman. Oz Perlman. Yeah, but I mean like. Certain magicians do all different types of magic, okay. and certain ones uh, are specified to that one category. And that category he was doing was, you know, read, like he was apparently the the skill he was demonstrating was here's something mm-hmm. I'm going to magically tell you, tell you who it was. Yeah. And then the bonus trick was I already predicted it beforehand. So like I don't do that many mentalism type magic trick so I mm. couldn't tell you what that one was called but it was awesome it was very cool <laughs> yeah it was really neat um, yeah. he was great he's for sure going to the next round if he doesn't 
then I'm America. moving to Canada. Yeah. Because it's, <laughs> it's interesting, too, because he already has a, a big following before the show. From football. Yeah, so yeah. it'll be interesting to see all the football. Passionate fans. People. His football fans yep. coming out and voting for him. Yep. Go Philly. Um, we only want him to get so far, though, because we have another magician Great. in the house sure. that we got. Sure. I don't secretly play a professional sport on the side. <laughs> Totally fine. Magic is a sport. He consults, though. If cheerleading is a sport, magic is a sport. That's amazing. Um, Okay, next up is Daniel. You know what? I'm not much of an athlete myself, so I can't talk. Um, Next up is Daniel Joyner. He's saying crazy little thing called love. I agree with the judges when I think that he was better last time. He, I mean, he really does sound like Michael Bublé or he's, uh, yeah, spinning of, image, yeah. One of those uh, bluesy kind of mm-hmm. singers. Um, he's great. He's talented, and the whole performance was good. But I just the backing band. I everything. felt like last time's was better, and it's to to really get through on the live shows, you yeah. have to bring it. Yeah. And up it. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit also, and we and we talked about it with Sophie when she was mm-hmm. here. How do you? gauge what tricks you're going to do knowing that you may be in for more weeks like do you bring your best every time or do you save things Mm -hmm. like this may have not been a good song choice for him but he maybe was thinking well I want to save it for the next Mm -hmm. round I guess you kind of have to put it all out on the line every time I think so yeah and for different skills and for different talents it would be different like for songs and you know you would know that you could hit that note that's in that Mm -hmm. one song do you save that note for the finale do you say you know I don't know even how you do that but (laughs) for magic like I do different tricks on different scales so I do small type tricks and I do bigger illusion type Mm -hmm. tricks so the way I approached it is if I continue to go on each round I'll be doing a larger uh, effect so um, if that makes any sense yeah like, I see the yeah. first round was like note cards which didn't air and the next one was borrowed money and then this next one will be a larger prop and then continue to get bigger mm-hmm. so okay. that's how I've approached it as the stage like gets bigger it's a good exactly. way your props Stakes get bigger your props yeah. bigger yeah yeah that's, that's a good it way to sense. approach it yeah. I do think though that that is like a, a struggle with, I mean but we did Big talk time. that even if you make it all the way to the end you only are performing five times yeah so I feel like you probably have five pretty solid tricks you can pull out of your right. sleeve, you know? Right. No pun intended, even no. though he's a magician. Um, <laughs> but, like, I I'm, I feel like, was this one of his five best songs he could have sang? I right. don't think yeah. so. Right. That's interesting. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't Whereas, that. like, with John, he's, like, pulled out three pretty badass tricks already. Yeah. Like yeah. He's, like, upped you, it every You time. kind of have to... And even with, like, you know, with Sophie, who was here last mm-hmm. time, she... She did the bow and arrow thing the first time and just hand balancing. This last time she brought in mm. the hoop and the fire. I think so you have to like take more risks, especially elements. singers. Yeah. yeah, because that's the biggest payoff is when they take a risk. And yeah. I think he played it way too safe. Yeah, mm. unfortunately, I don't think. Uh, we'll see. We'll oh, see where wow. he goes. Um, but uh, next up is Tapeface, who I love. <laughs> this guy is awesome. He's one of a kind. He's very unique. I've never seen anyone like him on the show so before. Weird. Such a cool, funny dude. Um, I think his first two acts were better, but I still yeah. wanted to see more, and I still laughed. So, yeah. like, the fact that the bar wasn't as high for him, but I still liked it, mm-hmm. means he's really good. Yeah, the, the sunglasses part. Funny. Really funny. <laughs> I didn't quite get the Heidi thing. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. But then I, he, I like, missed the joke. There. It was, like, totally fine, because he did the next part, and I was like, I wonder right. if hilarious. a lot of his stuff is up for interpretation. Like, someone might it watch it and be like, oh, I get it. And, and then, then if they like, explain it, yeah. that's not what I got <laughs> yeah. out of it. Yeah. I feel like right. that's probably the case with him. Um, I feel like the last two have been a little bit more explicit yeah. in what they are. That's true. With, like, the helicopter and the skydiving. Yeah. Like you clear. kind of could see it and like mm-hmm. the fish kissing and then the woman yep. um, so I think I maybe 
this one maybe was more open to interpretation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Simon kind of compared him to Mr. Bean, which I think was really accurate, mm-hmm. saying that like this guy can get his own show or movie or something after this just because yeah. of how different he is. Yeah, yeah and in, in a world with so many acts online and on TV, mm-hmm. for, for him to have developed something like that character, like super envious of that because you can't, it's hard... Mr. Bean was a good comparison, but it's still... He's still his own thing. It's very hard to compare him to mm-hmm. someone. Like, if, if someone had never seen the show, and you were trying to describe Tape Face to someone, and you were like, well, he's kind of like... Yeah, yeah, it'd be hard. You can't. Yeah. yeah, you just gotta see him, which is a cool thing to say. That's yeah, cool. I think uh, how he said it, you made something out of nothing. Yeah. yeah. Which is so true, because if you think about the things that he's mm-hmm. used, he's used, like, oven mitts and a toothbrush mm-hmm. and yeah. Play-Doh. Yeah. Like, he literally yeah. makes art... Yeah. Out of random objects, it's comedy, it's right. miming, mm-hmm. it's it's everything. Well, and it's original, like he's not doing classic right. mime jokes. As yeah. far as I know, I'm not familiar with the history of mime, but... Um, it's all in his eyes. His eyes are so crazy. Expressive. But you were saying how to create magic tricks, and how do they start off, mm-hmm. and where do they come from? I was talking to him without the tape on. Which he talks, day. by the way. I wasn't sure if he talks. He's super nice. Like, because it's a competition, I think I was telling you, like... Uh, whenever you meet the other acts, like you kind of want to be a little competitive, but everybody's like so nice. Yeah. It's hard to, right. you know, be competitive towards each other. But he was super nice, and I just said to him that I would have, I would love to see any of his ideas that he's doing right now the first time he did it. Yeah, and he was like, oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, really? like we were saying cool. it could go either way with the yeah. judges. Like that kind of act, they're either going to all buzz him yeah. or they're all going to love him. And in this case, they all loved him. So I was glad depends. they did because yeah. If they didn't, I would have been bummed because he was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the coolest. He really is. Uh, next, it's good to hear that he's nice too. That oh, makes yeah. me yeah, happy. I, I love that. I mean, he's a jerk. Don't vote for him. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> you can tonight. He's not not, he's not yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> good point. Next up was Nick's golden buzzer. Her name was Dorothy Williams. Um, she had a lot of people behind her tonight. She did the nipple tassel thing again. Gotta she do it. did the dancing. Uh, she lost her pants at one point. She seemed really focused. She was really, really focused because last game. time there was like some wind or something that happened that threw her off. So this time on she was stage? really. She said Inside? that they got tangled from her practicing. I'm too much. There was a small uh, breeze. TMI. Yeah. But like they're making her dreams come true. This woman is in her 90s. They yeah. gave her the full celebrity treatment. Mm-hmm. She got the flowers at the end and she had dancers behind her like I think that they're just kind of fulfilling her dream right now which which is is fun to watch so cool and I I would love to be in her friend's position wherever she lives and all the groups Mm -hmm. of people she hangs out with to see their friend like her doing something like that yeah Yeah, it's such a big deal yeah Yeah. it's pretty cool yeah I mean I love that it's happening for her but obviously when it gets to this point in the competition I I don't know I, I have to think it to myself like there is a lot of talent here, and only mm-hmm. seven can go through. Is what she's doing talent? Is it impressive? Yes, she's in her nineties. Yeah, she's she up can there move, dancing like, on stage. Yeah. Is That's she amazing. In your seven? Is she what? what? In is my seven. seven, I I don't oh, think so don't for know. me. Unfortunately, there are even people who maybe were not as strong this week that I've seen be stronger yeah. in past yeah. weeks that I would rather see go forward than mm-hmm. an act like this because this is more like cute and fun and it's great for the audition rounds mm-hmm. and um, she got the golden buzzer which I already think was kind of her I moment think, yeah I think she's already hit her peak and she's, she's had her moment yeah. and I think she feels like she's had her success now and she got to be in front of 11 million people like she never mm-hmm. thought that that would happen yeah. for her so it's I, interesting how you just said how like certain acts 
if they don't continue to get better, you don't want them to go on mm-hmm. for some reason. But Tate Face was somebody who we're all in agreement who his yeah. first two we might have liked more, but still, still we don't have care. To see more. I gotta see what yeah. he does next. And I really that's interesting. do. I think it's just because he is so one of a kind, and like we were talking about before the show a little bit. I purposely am not watching his stuff on YouTube and mm-hmm. everything right now because I don't want to have anything spoiled for what he could possibly yeah, do on AGT. Totally. It's the same thing with some of the magicians and stuff. I don't want to... <laughs> yeah. I was actually watching some of yours. I was like, is he going to do this uh, next week? I, when I was watching your Penn and Teller, I rewatched it the other day and I was like, I hope he doesn't do this next week on right. AGT because I don't want to... Whatever. What <laughs> That's I'm, kind of what why. I'm doing live shows I've never done before. Oh, you haven't? No, Ooh, I've been workshopping in, in clubs here in LA, so unless you've stumbled into one of those clubs, oh no my one's Not lucky it. enough. Yeah. <laughs> Darn. Um, I like... I like... What is it called? I don't know. I... <laughs> Fell under the pressure and I looked up the the swinging one. Clairvoyance. Yeah, yeah. I was. I had to look them up because I was just like, we're not going to spoil. No, 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 I won't. I had to. This was like, do I? Do I not? And I did. But you know, it's interesting because I was hearing you say what you looked up and what you heard, and you know, they're not always right what you look up. So, you know what, what pisses else me off? <laughs> it pisses me off when people with magic on TV will go frame by frame and try to see that, things and yeah. figure things out. I remember actually a few years ago with magic, I think it might have been Matt Franco, mm-hmm. people in the comment section on YouTube were like going millisecond by millisecond and then writing how he did things, which really, yeah. does that piss you off as a magician? Well, I mean, a little bit. It's, it's the nature of... I mean, if you're shocked that's happening as a magician, you shouldn't be in magic. Right. You know, like, that's, people are going to try yeah. to figure it out. That's like asking if the Real Housewives have plastic surgery. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's like, um, we all know. <laughs> but Someone's going to... I think, you know, there's always debate. I think where you get in trouble as a magician is if in the comments, every single comment is the same guess. Mm-hmm. What, what I, and I tried not to read too many comments about the dollar bill thing, but what I enjoyed was... So many people had so many different guesses, oh, and they were so sure theirs was right. <laughs> was anybody right? Like maybe one or two. Interesting. How do you but, even guess but that? it blurred in with all the other guesses. Cool. And if you throw enough guesses out, obviously, eventually, someone's going to be right. I mean, I feel like as a magician, you almost want people to guess because that's part of your. It well, I, want, I want a lot of guesses. Right. Where, yeah. where you get in trouble is if there's one theory that's that everyone surfaced, has. Yeah, that's you tough. know, and even if that theory's wrong, which I think it might be in your case, but <laughs> no. but it's the one that so many people are saying that yeah, people just assume it's right. Right. Yeah, yeah. Shoot, that's rough. Um, yeah. Next up is Sila Sveta, who was one of our wild cards, who, by the way, Stephen Brundage is back, our yes! Rubik's Cube magician. Can't yes! wait to see him coming mm-hmm. up. Um, but they were back this week as a wild card. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're coming back as a wild card, you really got to bring it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And unfortunately, this this didn't quite do it for me. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've seen better acts of its kind. Um and it was kind of dance, kind of multimedia, but I felt yeah. like I was watching something I've seen before, unfortunately. Yeah, it was way too slow, and I lost interest halfway through. I kind of forgot they were... I kind of... My attention was on right. something else. I like, think Simon Simon felt the same way, but Howie didn't. Howie loved it. Yeah, I feel like that happens a lot. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the show, like, So You Think You Can Dance, mm-hmm. or something. Big like, fan. I love that show, and I almost feel like I would have loved that act more if I was watching it on that show. Right. Yeah. Whereas watching that act on this, this, this show... Yeah. You expect something different, maybe, and uh, yeah. yeah, I agree with what you're saying. Yeah, it's it's, it's interesting. I mean, I'm not <laughs> thank you. I'm not 
Not totally sure uh, that would have been the, that was the best move no. for coming back as a wild card, but you know, you win some, you lose some. We'll see if they get another chance. Yeah, I, I could know. see people wanting to see what else they could do because their yeah, first act point. was very cool. With yeah. the, they were like laying in the water, yeah. and the cameras were above them. It took me so long to realize what I was watching. That's me too. What, yeah. We had to rewatch that yeah. one because I wasn't sure if. As a viewer in the audience, you could see what was well, happening. that's what gave it away for me, because I was watching it kind of from a magic perspective. I was like, yeah. how is he floating? Yeah. You know, and I then, thought I was looking for strings yep. or something. And then they cut to the judges, and they were watching on yeah. a monitor. And I was like, why would they be watching on a... Oh, my gosh. Like, it all clicked. <laughs> which like, makes it hard for me to imagine that as a Vegas show, yeah. which is we You're always have to come back to that. Yeah. That's you always point. have to come back to that. Like, that act wouldn't work Go in Vegas. Go to Vegas and watch it on the screen. <laughs> like, I can do it on YouTube. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah, yeah so we'll see. Yeah. Um, next up is Laura Breton, Mel B's Golden Buzzer. Amazing talent. Uh, I was a bit slow in the beginning, but it climbed, mm-hmm. and she is extremely talented. Before I say another word, this girl has abilities beyond my <laughs> belief. Yeah. But she just won Romania's Got Talent. Wow. Oh, yeah. How is that getting by? I don't understand. What do you guys think about that? How do you feel as a contestant knowing that someone that you're competing against has already won a show yeah. very similar to this? Um, it's weird because we just we just figured that. I out I just found that out because I googled her because I was like, wow, search. she's so amazing. I want to know how old she was. Yeah. One of the first articles that popped up was that she well, had just won June sixth after she got the golden buzzer here already. Right. Yeah. I think the only thing that's weird to me about it is like there are other performers on the show that have done other shows and like uh, yeah. I mean, I, saying, just, I saw Callie um, Bever. Is that her last name? She was on Ellen. There you go. Yeah, a couple yeah. of, people have been all over. You were on Penn and Teller. Exactly. That's, that's not my problem. This is the same the show. That's show. the only yeah. weird thing to me is that like if you would have said she won a different show, or she, she won she The on, Voice. She won whatever. Yeah. You know. Right. I guess that's the only strange thing to me that the same uh, franchise would have mm-hmm. the same. Winner on. Yeah. yeah. Like, she's already won the 120,000 euros yeah. from the same franchise. I almost feel like it's a bit unfair to be competing against people who. I mean, I know it's a different country right. and I know it's a different thing, but it's but. It, it almost seems like we're being lied to a little bit as viewers by, like, yeah. Simon, who's the creator of this franchise. Like, how are you pretending that this is the first time that we've seen her mm-hmm. when this was the live show tonight and we already know that she's won? Yeah. It's, I feel I a little strange about I that. I wonder if it'll come out more or if anything will come of it. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Not to take away from her talent, no, she's because she is she, un- she really is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen any. Yeah, I, I as I'm someone who I love music. Is opera my thing? No, mm-hmm. but can I appreciate it because of how amazing she is at it? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you yeah. can tell when somebody has it, and she has it. Oh, she and like the the emotion she gives in that mm-hmm. song, it actually brought her to tears yeah. at the end. Yeah, it was amazing to watch. I mean, very well deserving of being where she oh, is, yeah. and oh, well yeah. deserving of winning. But like, I just feel a little fair, strange yeah. about yeah. that. It was crazy being in the uh, theater when she was rehearsing. Was features. it an empty theater? I just oh yeah, just that like must be maybe crazy. Twenty people in there sitting around going over the cues and I didn't know what was on stage like who yeah just right. here like I walked in towards the end where it obviously got massive mm-hmm. and the most hysterical part about the whole thing was she finished her sound check came down and then like sat in the seats and just, just, just <laughs> like you know like the daintiest little cute girl so funny. and like you would never guess that She's that a kid person can create that can sound do which that. is amazing so yeah. cool yeah, she's awesome. So she was the closer for tonight. Um, mm-hmm. Do we want to say our favorites of the night that we think are for sure going to be making it to the next sure. round of live shows? Why not? 
My two, I'm going to give two, okay. are John Durenbus and Lori May Hernandez. Those are my two. I think that they're both strong. I think they both have a decent following already mm-hmm. at this point. And I think that I personally am going to vote for them and want to see more from both of them. Yeah. Mine's John also. Because I, I love him. It's love magic. <laughs> yes. More magic. Yes. Are we going to have time for more magic? Probably not. <laughs> we'll have to bring we'll have to bring Blake oh, back. I want more magic. Anyway, John definitely. Yes. I feel like I can't say Yeah, you can't you John can't. because it's more it's no. magic. But he was really great. Um, do, you, I, do you side note, do you see that as more of direct competition for you because it's I I mean, maybe before the last couple seasons, but the last couple seasons magic has done so well and like with last season Piff, O's and, and Derek. Piff is hilarious. Do you know him? Yeah. I love that guy. He's so funny. And what is he still Piff? Well, yeah. I mean, okay, I wasn't he, sure if his character is Vegas now. At he the is Flamingo. amazing. But what what blew me away was when I first met him. Obviously, he doesn't walk around in a dragon costume. <laughs> I love that. And little Piff. Yep, Mr. Piffles. Mr. Piffles. So sweet. <laughs> but what I I expected because you see so many acts on TV who's one character and then in real life there's something mm-hmm. else. Uh, like David Blaine is one of the funniest people. Right. I know he's very funny, but then when you see him perform, very serious. serious. Yeah. So like Piff, I was expecting him to be like jokey and social, but like deadpan. <laughs> like all that's missing it's is that he's so funny in real life, but very dry sense of humor. Interesting. And, um, yeah. And he I mean, goes he's, by Piff, which is crazy. really he's the uh, definition of like comedy and magic combined. Like he, but would, again, like he would eat face, a sandwich on yeah. stage. <laughs> but like Tape Face doing something so different. Yeah. You know, which is so cool mm-hmm. to see. Very yeah. jealous of that. He's yeah. uh, definitely in my top few also, and I, I, it is very interesting that even though I didn't feel the mm-hmm. best about this week's act, I'm still gonna vote you for him, and I'm still him. gonna need to see more of him because yeah. I know that he has a lot of potential. And I feel like that's how most voters are gonna feel also. Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah. Um, Face is my favorite, and from if this I week. lost to him or ever went up against him, I would not be mad. <laughs> Maybe you guys could do like a collab show. Oh, oh my god, day. that'd be so cool. Oh. I, we always say that that we wish like <laughs> we everyone so who many. doesn't win like could just make their <laughs> yeah. own show to together because well, I would pay to see that yeah. probably more than oh, yeah. I would pay to see a winner. Well, I mean, like, as far as a creative consulting goes, like, I've created magic for things that aren't magicians. Like, I've worked on magic for Kanye West, Avicii, no, really? Pharrell. So, like, <gasps> That's I've worked so cool. with these guys to create magic elements for their shows. Interesting. Like, so what? Cool. Do you have an example? Not not specifically, like, but... Like what's a magic of, element that isn't, like... Just a, visually cool stuff. I that, see. That they huh. do on stage as opposed to... Like coming out of a cloud of smoke exactly. or something? They okay. never, no, no, they wouldn't like do a magician <laughs> thing where they walk on stage with a top Make hat. something disappear. Yeah. No, like just visually cool stuff. So like getting to work with somebody like Tapeface would be so cool magically because huh. I could apply magic techniques and elements and methods. It'd be so cool. And work with him. It oh my would God, be really that'd be cool. a power duo. Yeah, seriously. Someone make that, that Yeah, The Blake and Tape show. <laughs> Oh, yeah. that works so well. Blake face. Blake face. <laughs> I love it. Would you have the tape? Though you'd have to have the tape. I feel yeah. like, and just for the beginning, then you could uh, yeah. 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 rip it off. Um, <laughs> yeah. So cool. Well, that is kind of all we have this yes. week. Thank you so much Thank for joining you. us. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for giving me my first up close and personal magic experience. Just go back so and watch mind it again. blown. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it like 20 more times. Can I keep this? Yes. I'm gonna stare at your phone. <laughs> the coolest thing ever. Um, where can they find you guys on social media? Um, I'm Madison Kramer. You can find me on Twitter at Madison Kramer TV. I'm Blake Voigt. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Blake Voigt. 
V-O-G-T. And I'm Danny Golub. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Danny Golub. Make sure to vote for Blake yes. in his live show performance in a yes, few please. weeks. Check it out. And you <laughs> yes, can check him out on YouTube, see all his magic. He posted a video every day for the last year on his Instagram, so mm-hmm. also check that out. Thank you guys again for tuning in. We will see you Thank next you. week. Have a good night. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.